Welcome back to Exotic Erotic Storytime. Please enjoy part two of A Different Night's Gambit. Her first orgasm came quickly, the long preparation having set her on a hair trigger. Her cunt struggled to hold and squeeze the intruding member, defeated easily by its momentum and the excessive lubricant that poured from inside her. Her claws tore against the stone floor as she howled, nostrils alight with the literal flames of desire. He fucked her without respite, plowing straight through her orgasm at the same pace. Even when the pleasure faded, her sensitivity had not. Every thrust set her nerves alight as post-orgasm sensitivity left her gasping. The ram plowed her without slowing, heedless of the overwhelming pleasure that racked her body. Tied down and blindfolded, she could do nothing to avoid its mechanical penetration. She was entirely at his mercy and loving it. Her cunt was raw and perhaps bruised from the force of its thrusts, but oh so very sensitive. Every inch of her engorged passage tingled with pleasure before being overcome with each new penetration. Her body slumped to the floor, her hips alone raised above the cold stone as she welcomed every thrust without resistance. Her hind legs stood unsteadily, shaking involuntarily and adding a pleasing vibration to the relentless onslaught of the fake cock. Her voice flowed unrestrained, moaning and pleading for more as she reveled in submissive fantasy. They fought for dominance so often that she could not help but delight in her helplessness, gasping and pleading as much for her own entertainment as his. She could do nothing but accept his love with enthusiasm. She came again while picturing her husband's reaction to her strained vocalizations and twitching sex. She hoped he was touching himself, pleasing his own cock as he set her alight with pleasure. She strained to hold her rear in place, legs long since devoid of feeling, as all other stimulus faded into irrelevance next to the ecstatic heat that spread from her sex. She thought of nothing but the next stroke the next wave of pleasure that gripped her as she spasmed fruitlessly around an artificial cock. A deep pleasure welled up inside her, pressure building in a place she never knew she had. The pressure burst at last in a spray of her fluids, coating everything behind her in the product of her ecstasy. She moaned and shuddered as she squirted, overcome by the new sensation. Again, the cock did not relent, slowing not even a fraction as her body writhed with mixed pleasure and pain as her sensitivity stretched her endurance to its limit. She could no longer feel individual thrusts, simply a constant, dull pleasure in the hammering of her heart as her senses faded in self-preservation. Yet, even as she teetered on the edge of consciousness, the incredible feeling of being pushed past her limits and fucked silly did not abate. Her cunt throbbed, clearly swollen and irritated by the uncaring ministrations of the mechanical member. She knew, even with the fading light of her consciousness, that she would not be able to sit for days. Yet, 
she held her rear resolutely in the air, eager to please and be pleased until she could stand no longer. Her final orgasm came without warning, an act of desperation from an exhausted body. Another spray of fluid shot from her depths as she shuddered and gasped, too fatigued to even moan. Her stupor was broken as the invading cock stopped suddenly at the bottom of a stroke, face rubbing gently against her swollen slit. A second later, a pleasant warmth flooded her soaking passage, escaping in spurts through the space between her convulsing sex and the rod lodged firmly inside her. A familiar wet trickle ran down her hindquarters as fluid continued to flow into her. She knew this feeling, though she had not felt it in this form for centuries. She was being fertilized. What would have been an extraordinary load even among her own kind flowed into her in a continuous stream. The realization alone sent her into a miniature orgasm no stronger than her aftershocks as she was filled. She knew at once that this was his true gift to her. There was no way she could not be pregnant after this. Her last thoughts as sleep gripped her was of her husband, her family to be, and the incredible effort he must have gone through to prepare this. He probably should have researched how much dragons come, though. Cleaning this up was going to be a nightmare. wiped the sweat from his brow as he pushed the last of the mixed fluids into the drain, with what now had to be the world's most disgusting mop. He had untied and led his exhausted wife from the room once she recovered, laying her to rest atop her hoard while he cleaned up from their prior activities. To be frank, he had no idea how much 50 gallons was. It seemed like so much less when he was filling the cask. Still, the floor was now relatively clean, even if it would take a fireball or two to unclog the drain before he could soap it down properly. He had yet to clean himself off. Though the apron fought valiantly, it had lost in the end to the sheer quantity of fluids flying around the room. Honestly, the smell was enticing enough that he let it be, electing to put off bathing until cleanup was finished. He scrubbed dried and waxed the ram, paying special attention to clean and preserve the wooden phallus like the carpenter who made it had taught him. Content with his work, he sat on the mildly sticky floor to rest before putting away their various playthings. 
the excitement now over, he found himself fretting over the real reason for the morning's activities. Had he succeeded? He was pretty sure that he could have gotten more than one session out of the amount he saved up, but the day was auspicious, and he got caught up in the moment. The fertility cycle of dragons was arcane and never recorded by human hands, but he was absolutely certain that this was the best day for at least two years. He wanted to make absolutely certain that they would conceive and may have overdone things a little. He was so distracted that he failed to notice the dragon in the room, standing as silently as a thirty-foot pile of muscle and hardened scale could. It was only that she made a terror-inducing sound he recognized as her clearing her throat that his attention returned to the world around him. She was on him in an instant, nuzzling and licking affectionately as he did his best to rise to his feet. So I take it you liked your surprise? She did not bother to respond verbally, instead nudging him insistently with her snout and rumbling with pleasure. He half-patted, half-pushed her snout when he realized that something was sticking from her mouth. He looked up at her quizzically as he took it. It was a wooden box, no larger than his hand, but carved ornately and displaying beautiful craftsmanship on its hinges and latch. She nodded in silent command as he fiddled with the latch, opening it and puzzling over the contents. A small bottle of pink crystal sat atop a pillow. I've had this laying around for a while. I was waiting for a special occasion to give it to you. You worked so hard and so... She glanced at the cask, still dripping long, pearly strands. Incredibly long for my sake that I figured I should give something back. It's a potent aphrodisiac, probably the last surviving concoction of a long-dead alchemist. With this, I can make love to you for as long as you wish without pause or fatigue. I'd like to give you the same pleasure you gave me. He stared suspiciously at the tiny bit of clear fluid inside the crystal. Long dead meant that it had to be at least a hundred years old. He had consumed an old healing potion in the past and spent that night struggling to fend off a skeletal horde while expelling everything he had eaten in the last week from both ends at once. Perhaps if his opponents had been human, the fight would not have gone better. The mindless undead were, however, entirely unfazed by his newly acquired breath weapon. It was an experience he had no interest in repeating. Even still, he trusted that she likely knew more about such matters than he. More importantly, he could hardly turn down a gift at this point, particularly when she only wished to reward him for his efforts. He prepared himself for any adverse effects and removed the stopper, gesturing towards his mate with the bottle. Here goes nothing! A pleasant yet decidedly unnatural heat spread through his body, concentrating in his cock as it rapidly grew to full hardness and far beyond. His eyes floated up to watch his lover, her own eyes still fixed on his swollen length. He felt a pang of arousal and something far more as he watched the way she looked at him, completely unaware she was being watched. At first, he made love almost exclusively with her in human form, resorting to using her natural body only when she was too tired to change or they were feeling particularly kinky. Over time, however, 
he felt himself more and more attracted to her draconic body. That is, of course, not to say that he was any less enticed by her carefully crafted human appearance, with her graceful curves and long red hair. Something simply felt more right about her like this. She created her human appearance specifically to distract and entice humans, but what sat before him was the true her, all thirty feet of her. It was tough at first to read the expressions of a dragon, other than hostility, which was incredibly simple. But with time, he learned to recognize the subtle movement of her eyes and mouth. He never knew a dragon could be so beautiful. His memories were full of nothing but dragons full of anger and conceit, then fear as they lost their lives. In short, before he met her, he had never seen a happy dragon. There was no entry in any guide to dragon hunting for love. The thought was reprehensible to most and unthinkable to nearly all. He, and perhaps he alone, knew what it looked like. It was, after all, right in front of him. It was this very look that told him it was time to wed her. Then again, when he knew that he needed to give her children. His role now presumably fulfilled. He had nothing left to do but receive her love. That concludes part two. Full credits at the end or in the show notes, but thanks to JP and Naomi for their roles. Join me next episode as the story continues. <laughs>